Hello, super coaches, and welcome to episode six of the Morning Glory podcast. Uh, this is round one of the season, all wrapped up now. It was a very tough round and hard to pick them. Um, I think there's some good scores coming through, but a lot of rough ones too. Uh, first of all, congrats to Jimmy on his marriage to his new wife, wife Ash. Uh, I'm on my own tonight, uh, and for the next three weeks, like I said, I'll try to get some guests in with me. I wasn't planning to do one tonight, but why not, eh? Round one, let's wrap it up. First of all, we had Manly take on Panthers. Uh, big win there from Panthers. I thought they were going to have a bit of a hangover from last year, uh, but very impressive uh, it, without Nathan Cleary. Uh, Liam Martin, he's someone that there was a lot of question marks around. You know, A lot of people wanted him early, and then everyone fell off him and weren't keen, but he played 80 minutes. He had a really good base. Um, obviously, he had a line break there for 10 points and a try, um, but for 80 points, thanks for coming. Um, he's someone that if you started with him, good on you. Also, someone to keep your eye on next week and potentially um, grab in if you're looking for someone in the second row, um, especially to, to replace Brandon Smith with that injury. Next bloke, very popular, cheapy, Isaac Targo, 71 points. He had his line break, had a try, pretty good base, pretty keen. Um, yeah, potentially the next two, oh, 2.0. Uh, another guy there... Um, Ethan Bullimore, he played really well, even though, once again, a lot of haters there late um, towards the end of preseason, everyone was starting to fall off him. I don't know why, for his 62 points, one try, the rest was basically base. Um, He played full 80 minutes and, yeah, looked good in a beaten team, really. Uh, The next bloke, Brian Toto, 48 points. Basically all base. He barely did anything attacking-wise. So he's still got the quality there. If you've splurged on him, don't stress. Hold him there. He's going to get a couple of meat pies and turn that 48 into 100 easily. And the highly spoken about Turbo for all you guys that got on him, at least he ended up being upgraded to 62 points. But, geez, for the amount you've invested in him, I was pretty vocal about it all pre-season that you've just got to stay clear of him it's just way too much money you're not going to get the return on him what you do now i don't know you either hold him you definitely hold him this weekend um try to cash in on some points however um he's going to drop massive amounts you were all predicting him to drop a little bit but it's going to be ugly um so it's going to be a hold all year and just take the hit financially or you just let go of him before that price drop, and yeah, I think that might that's might that might be the way to go, Brownie. <laughs> I know you started with him, and you're pretty vocal about it yourself. Uh, the next one, Sharks versus the Raiders. The Raiders get the win. Uh, it was a pretty hard one to pick this one. Both teams, are, you know, predicted to be around that bottom towards the bottom of the top eight. Um, Jack Wyden, he's got one of the guys I picked out as a bit of a pod in the 5'8 position. Didn't pick him, but in the pod episode, he got himself another meat pie, which he's good for. Um, got 73 points, and yeah, he's he should be good to keep an eye on. And if you are looking for a pod there, yeah, a great shout. Snyder, very popular cheapy, 
came out of nowhere. Everyone jumped jumped on him and threw them in their team on Teamless Tuesday. Did his job, 45 points. You'll take that all day long. Thanks for coming. I had uh, When I prepped this, I had Tommy Starlin in to chat about here, but now words come out that Hodjo will be back in a couple of weeks. Um, so forget about that one there. And to be fair, even in his 74 minutes he played, he only got 46 points, so not too much there anyway. Nico Hines, very sharp. 72 points in a losing losing side. Yeah, for the he's pretty expensive, but for what you invest in him, that's really nice. Um, I think he's just going to keep getting better, and yeah, his ceiling's still much much higher than that. So yeah, that's that's really nice to see for anyone who's purchased him. Yeah, the next one. I don't know how to take this. David Fafida, yeah. He got his 25 minutes. I would really like that to be up more in the 30s. He got 26 points there. So, yeah, not too happy about that. I, I'm i not going to make a call just yet because it's early on, but there's a chance I will be flicking him off, bringing up Bullymore and grabbing in Elisa Katoa or someone else there in the um, 2RF um, to fill that void. But we'll see. Another one, and I got this one wrong. I've got Nakora in my team, and it, it's the Nakora versus Wilton in the back row. Is that little matchup? Wilton won that battle. They both played 80 minutes, and they're both at a similar price. Wilton with the 85 points, a heap of attacking stats, where Nakora only got the 36 points with no attacking stats at all. I'm not panicking. I'm still going to hold Nakora, but yeah. Good to see. It's nice to note and see what what's happened there in the two RFs for the Sharkies. And yeah, Wilton's won that battle. The next one, uh, Broncos versus Souths. Uh, Broncos, wow. Got the job done there, 11-4. It was a pretty low score and a fair. Um, there's been a little bit of talk um, over the weekend about uh, is the game with those new rules, is it changing back and favouring the front rowers? Uh, we'll see. It's too early to tell, I think. Um, there's been some high-scoring affairs and some low ones this round. So I think it's just balanced it out nicely. I think it's been a really good rule change. Um, yeah. Payne Haas, monster. Great. Love to have him in my team. Um, anyone that jumped off him and grabbed your uh, AFBs and JSAFs, you know, yeah, you may have done fine with those guys for their price, but... Hass has shown why he's valued at that and why you really need him in your team. 91 points, 70 minutes. He's just a beast. Um, yeah, so I hope he just keeps going like that, really. Uh, I'd be seriously considering getting him in if you don't have him. Um, but on that note, I'm also not a fan of rage trades or just jumping the gun too early just because round one scores came out. So, yeah. Have a breather before you make any trades in round one. Think twice about it. Billy Walters. Looks good. Some really good base there. Um, looks like he's really claimed that number six jersey. Um, even though Kelly got the meat pie, it was just an intercept and then ran the field. Um, yeah, so hopefully we see Billy Walters partnering up with Reynolds there uh, next week. A very popular guy in uh, Katoni Staggs, only getting 23 points with a line break there as well. So pretty poor, if I can say so myself. Uh, not much base, didn't really insert himself into the game at all. Um, so I'm happy I'm not on him, that's for sure. Um, I'm sure he's going to bounce back from that. 
no need to stress. Um, he's a talent, but yeah, 23 points from a guy you've invested some good coin in uh, when you've won. Yeah, no thanks. Uh, Jai Arrow, had him in my team all preseason, ended up dropping him. His dual position there, 62 points in a losing side, played 71 minutes. That's really nice and basically all in base. Um, so, yeah, really promising for Arrow and he's someone I'm definitely keeping an eye on. If he can produce a similar output next week, yeah, I've, I'd be tempted to, I don't know if I'd call it a rage trade, but grab him and get him in. So, yeah, another negative one from the Rabbits, Cody Walker. A lot of people were tipping him to be unreal this year. Um, 27 points, yeah, not the return you want from a, you know your star player in a team. Um, anyone over 700k, you want more than that from them, that's for sure, even on their quiet night. So, yeah. Hopefully, once Luttrell comes back there, that'll allow him just to really link up a bit better and get a bit more happening, especially down that left edge. So, we'll keep an eye on that. He'll probably build with his his combination with Elias. So, yeah, it's early days. Now, a lot of hype here, and don't we love to see it? The Roosters take on the Knights and get slammed, absolutely slammed. And it's great to see as a fellow Knights supporter. Um, no wonder Jimmy didn't show his face, um, and he's been pretty quiet on the gram this weekend. Maybe it's because he got married, but, you know, also because the Roosters uh, got flattened. Uh, and Gaga, he looked unreal. He looked really keen. Good for the young guys. The defense was in, very much improved because Gaga was there on that edge. I, I thought I thought that was really nice. To, nice. Not I'm not going to pick him up in Supercoach, even though he scored I think a hundred plus. But yeah, good to see him go well there. Uh, out of a very poor Rooster side, Angus Crichton with 51 points. Pretty good, I think. Like he didn't look like he was doing anything at all, and he still racked up fifty-one points. So, it, I don't have him, but I'd take that all day if I did. Um, considering the, the, there wasn't really any attacking stats for him. Lindsay Collins again. I saw a few people. I think Shawno may have had him in his team. There, uh, forty-nine points. I'd be really happy with that um, from Collins. He put out a pretty good uh, uh, time. 48 minutes on the field, which is pretty good coming back from his ACL. That's probably a little bit elevated considering uh, Radley got done early with the uh, HIA. Um, probably made him play a little bit more minutes as well as Takiaho. Um, but yeah, if Collins can lock in that starting spot, yeah, too, good on you for taking the risk and starting with him at, you know, in the mid-400s. So yeah, someone I really was really impressed with with the Knights. Really made me happy to see it. Tyson Frizzell, he looked fired up. He looked fit. He was running really good lines. He was injecting himself. Um, yeah, he had tackle bus. He had offloads. He racked up a nice 76 points there. So, yeah, well done, Frizzell. I don't really, even though he's done well there, I, I don't think I could buy him or put him in my team. He's, he's quite a premium price there and someone that, playing for the Knights, you can't expect him to do well every week so yeah i wouldn't go there but it's really nice to see chris randall really nice 47 points he had 63 minutes there yeah as a cheapie i'll i'm really happy with that kurt man watching the game he looked great he looked really good he only got 41 points he played 60 minutes um 
pretty well what you would expect, I think. I think everyone was expecting around that 60-minute mark. Um, and yeah, 40 points, yeah. Not happy, not disappointed if I had him. Uh, he looked really good, though, and played well for the Knights. It is hard to get a grasp what's going to happen with the rotation there. You've got pl- players out due to come back shortly. There was a HIA in there around. I don't know if it was Kurt Mann that got the HIA um, or if it was Chris Randall, but there was also a Simbin in of Phoenix Crosland, so it's hard to know what the plan was coming into that game. Uh, it's going to be a continue to watch and see. Um, Another one I, I might touch on there is uh, Connor Watson. A lot of people, were, there was a bit of talk about him when Verrill's got the broken hand, whether he's going to be playing bigger minutes and if all of a sudden he's a bit more relevant. I don't think Robbo, I don't think Robbo was going to change the plan for Watson. It looks like he didn't. Um, he just stuck with the plan there and Hutchinson just covered the role that Verrill's would have played and uh, gave Watson a rest. Um, so, yeah, I don't think Watson's relevant. He's pretty expensive. Yeah, I wouldn't be going there personally. So the next one, New Zealand versus the Dragons. I also couldn't pick who was going to win this one, but yeah, the Dragons did really well, 28-16. I didn't catch this game, um, but I watched just a, a replay, a little replay of it. Lomax, Lomax has done well, 64 points. I think owners would be happy with that relatively. Uh, someone I really think that you should get on is Sloan. Um, I was keen on him all preseason. I didn't go there. But yeah, very much looking at him. 74 points. He looked like he was involved in everything. Uh, he was really jumping into that halves a lot more than and a lot more present than what Amone was. Um, yeah, Amone was a bit disappointing for me as an owner. Um, SJ looked good though. Yeah. Really happy with SJ. He found his form, got some nice points there. Yeah, if he keeps punching out mid-60s, that'll be good. Yeah, I'll, I'll just keep playing him, hopefully get a nice price rise. I'll end up trying to turn him into a Cody Walker or a Munster, that's for sure. Uh, yeah, I've, a lot of people were tossing and turning about SJ and uh, Dylan Walker because they were a similar price in the 5.8s. I'm just going to pull my phone up. I don't know what Dylan Walker ended up getting, but I don't think he went too well. Sorry, Dylan Brown. Um, yeah, 31 points for Dylan Brown. So SJ is done in there with the double amount of points. Um, yeah, which is really nice. In a losing team, meanwhile, Dylan Brown in a winning team couldn't Yeah, couldn't get the points happening there. It was more of a Moses show um, over there at the Eels. Katawa. Oh, why don't I have him in my team? Honestly, he looked great with that try there. He, Yeah, he's very good. Hopefully, he can hold his spot for the year. I know there's people coming back, so he's very unlikely. I don't think it's going to happen. Um, but it'd be nice if it did and they pushed you and Aiken out to the centers because Katoa looks really nice. A lot of talent. I think I'm going to get him into my team. Push Bully, like I said before, push Bully more up and ditch for feeder. I've got 300K in the bank, so... I've got a bit of flexibility there to do that. Tigers versus the Storm. Jeez, uh, I would have loved the Tigers to do them. Yeah, that would have been really nice to break that Storm winning streak of round ones, round one wins. A uh, lot, lot happened here with the injuries. You got Brandon Smith uh, broken hand. I think five to six weeks. You got Jennings out for the year with the or six months with the ACL, and Welsh done for the year with his Achilles. So. Uh, I don't think a lot will change next week in terms of new cheapies coming in. 
um, other than covering for Jennings. But Harry Grant will slot in for Brandon Smith at hooker. And then at, uh, at front row forward prop, Welsh will drop out, obviously, and in will come Bromwich from his suspension. Uh, so, yeah, I think the cheapies, it just makes those cheapies that started this week. It just gives them better job security. So your king Kings will be a lot more... Uh, valuable at 250k here's someone you could look at grabbing or if you did start with him good on you i don't yeah that looks really nice now uh peachy looks good for the tigers he looked really nice i don't think he's going to be super coach relevant but yeah i'd love to see them get him into their team and playing big minutes and yeah being a bit more creative for the tigers because the tigers looked creative and actually a lot of that came off the back of uh Tuolangi, he looked unreal. He's a pretty popular cheapy. Question marks over him. How much time will he get with Garner on the bench? But he got, I thought, what did I, what did, what did he get? Like eighty minutes, close to eighty minutes. I thought um, he got sixty-one points. It was um, yeah, really good to see. Um, he looked looked good. Looked dangerous. Hopefully they just play him there all year. He's a good partner with Luciano Leilua in the other back row so that could that could make things work for the tigers this year get a bit of go forward on both sides of the field um spencer yudikamanu he was good there 49 points yeah not bad pappenhausen obviously not great shat the bed a little bit but don't panic he'll come good all these big guns that didn't go well for you this this first round don't panic You've invested the money in them for a reason. They will turn around. Everyone's got a bad game. So they will turn it around, hopefully. When they do three, four, five bad games in a row, that's when you've got to panic. I've probably passed over a few people there in that game. You know, Jerome Hughes did well, scored well, just his usual self. Coates did well with a try. Um, yeah, a few good people to take from th- from there, but nothing... The more to take is the injuries. Obviously, if you've got Brandon Smith, that sucks. So, so, yeah, I don't know what you'll do there. Just grab one of those other guys like um, Jai Arrow or Elisa Katoa, a few of those other guys I was chatting about that went really well. The next game, which was this afternoon, Para versus Gold Coast. Uh, yeah, pretty close in the end. It looked like Para was going to run away with it, but Gold Coast stuck up a bit of a fight. Geez, it would have been nice if our good friend Russell kept going. I, I put the curse on him, put up the Insta story of him crushing it on 55 points, and then he goes down injured. Still got us 85 points in not even half a footy with his three tries, but geez, if he stays on, he could have racked up another couple there and been unreal. I needed that. I, I started him this week, so it was good to see. Um, what do you do with him now? He's suspected to have a broken rib. He'll probably miss four, five, six weeks. So it's hard. You, you don't really want to be carrying him. If you, it, I probably will just carry him, save the trade. But if you need to, drop him out, pick up another cheapie. By the time he makes his money, you can throw him away and grab Russell back and jump on the back of Russell's price rise too. So we'll just wait and wait till we hear more about his injury and what's going to happen there. Obviously, Moses looked unreal he looked confident his form was good he took ownership of his team scored 88 points yeah i started with semi walker who shat the bed 
for the Roosters. So I wish I had noses there. Um, but yeah, so if you had him, good on you. That's going to really help your overall points this week and get you going on the leaderboard. I, I will actually to talk about the Roosters as well. Any of those big guns on the Roosters that didn't go well for you, your Billy Smiths, your uh, Tupanuas, Sammy Walker, Keary, any of those guys, that you, Teddy, that you invested in, I captained him. Don't stress. They'll turn it around. They're, yeah, they're a classy team. I think they'll be much better next week against Manly. Reed Mahani. I would be disappointed in that. 38 points. Just not doing enough for me. He got on to 25 points quite early. And it looked like he was going to get something going there. Um, but if you've invested in him, really 38 points compared to what Grant's going to give you, not worth it to me, I don't think. I would have rather... Leave ran out today, ran with Randall, would have got you your 47 points and then have, have Grant on the pine ready to go next week. But we'll see. Uh, both Kelly and Sammy both ended up in the 80s. Both had two tries. Um, that's not going to happen every week, that's for sure. But they're both quality players from last last week, so last year, sorry. So they've just re-established themselves there and... Kept that going. Uh, Bo Firma, another popular cheapie. There was a lot of talk about there. Is he going to get the minutes? Um, yeah, what's his role going to be? And he got the nod over Proctor. Proctor was on the bench there, though, so still a few question marks heading into this game. But he punched out 80 minutes, which was um, good to see. However, I don't know if he's going to maintain that. Um, he only had his 50 points in 80 minutes, which isn't a great points per minute. However... Um, yeah, you'll take that, really. It's a pass mark, 50 points for him. Um, with what you've invested, yeah, a couple of meat pies there, and that'll really push him up. Um, Davey Fafida, I invested in him. I want more from him. However, at 55 points again, you know, you'll take that. On a bad day, he's a pretty lazy bloke. You're going to get those low scores, but if that's his low score at 55 points, no dramas. Um, his ceiling is way higher than that, so, yeah. I'll take that any day. Now, the last match, um, I've punched through this pretty quickly. uh, But, yeah, Cowboys versus the Dogs. Yeah, a very low-scoring affair. Both the teams are pretty average in attack. Um, Cowboys need to get Scotty Drinkwater in there, I think. He's he's got that X factor. Even if you can't get him in um, on the starting team, have him coming off the bench. um, Play that utility. He'll inject himself and find those tired front rowers and just run through them. Uh, yeah. Uh, the, Todd Payton, though, giving me absolute headaches. He's coming out saying all these quotes before the year about, you know, big minutes here, these guys will be having the starting spot, blah, blah, blah. The Nenai versus Lukey challenge. Lukey drops back to the bench. Nenai gets his 80 minutes. Looks really good. All those Nenai owners, happy days. Um Lukey, on the other hand, only got 50 minutes, 35 points. Pretty disappointing, really. So Nanai wins that battle out of the second row forwards if you if you ended up getting on one of them. Hopefully you saw the news pre-kickoff and made the free trade and swapped those out. Um, I know Jimmy didn't, the poor bastard. Uh, Lolo to prop. He, he should get that dual position update hopefully when they do that sangster if you're listening sort that out for us um yeah which will make him more valuable if you can shift him up into the front row forwards down the track yeah 
that's nice. He had 52 minutes with 50 points, so yeah, not too bad really. Um, yeah, popular cheapy king on the other hand, he was really good. Good minutes, good output. He is 39 minutes with 50 points. That's a great points per minute um, for a bottom dollar cheapy. Yeah, I'll if he can keep punching that out, I'll hold him and happily get rid of day. Um, get rid of Fafida. So um, yeah from the Sharkies, that is, so, mm. oh, Tanua Brown, played 25 minutes to, at the start, went off, and I thought, beauty, he's going to come back and play another 20 minutes, he'll be up around the 40, 45 minute mark, never came back on, I, I, I hope there's an expl- explanation there from Payton, because that's just shocking, oh, ruined me, absolutely ruined me, um, yeah, anyway, Luke Thompson looked really good there for the doggies. He played big minutes, got big points. Um, yeah, I don't think anyone got on him, but yeah, he held his own there. And yeah, if you did get on him, he's punched out some really good, really good stuff for you there. You'll take that, absolutely. And a bit of a laugh. Jack Hetherington, Sinbind again. Nothing's changed. You put him on the, on the second row to try to cool his head. And even though all he did was break early from the scrum, uh, the rest were happy to go, oh, yeah, that's Hetherington. You've got a target on you. See you later. Have 10 in the bin. Yeah, wow. The bloke couldn't believe it. Oh, <laughs> uh, yeah. you got to laugh at that. So that's going to wrap up this uh, podcast of the morning glory. Uh, I hope you liked it. A little bit rushed, but, yeah, a few little bits and pieces to take there. Don't rage trade. Think about your decisions. Even give it another week before you pull the trigger. Um, yeah, we'll touch base again after Teamless Tuesday once we know a little bit more there. Uh, but yeah, looking forward to it. Uh, looking forward to chatting to you a bit more, guys. This is the Morning Glory podcast. Have a good week.